0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He is turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of
2: his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu from Blue Wire Podcasts.
3: On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we talk about that Detroit Lions victory. And we also have the Oopsie Doopsie and Baller of the Week, all on episode 151 of the Pride Podcast.
2: yo what is going on guys welcome back to the pride podcast episode 151 on the blue warrior network today's episode is going to be sponsored by indeed.com and bet online i am your host tyler joining me are my two guys as always malcolm and pierre how are you boys doing on this nice sunday evening Woo! let's go man let's go so, yeah man um I was happy, bro, just because,
1: like, when, when is the last time we saw Stabbert slinger like that? Like, we've been saying this, stop managing it, whatever. I was just happy to see the offense finally, like, get their groove. It feels like Patricia held them back, but we'll talk about that later yeah. in the show.
2: So, for me, you know, I was a guy... I was part of, like, team tank, I guess you could say. Like, I I, I want a better draft position, obviously. And I think, like, doing a draft podcast helped that because I know the guys more. It's like, you know, you just want a better draft position. So I was in that boat because I don't think this team is going anywhere, and I still don't think this team is going anywhere. But it was, like, a nice breeze of air just to see the Lions offense ball out like that because it's been far way too long because we've seen an offense like that. So I'll take the positives. We beat the Bears, and being the Bears is always just satisfying, even if we were – you know fighting for the number one pick um, it, it was fun. It was fun. It, it was fun to get our revenge on Mitch Trubisky on those Bears because We've had a tough time against them and Mitch Trubisky, especially in the Matt Patricia era. This is the first win since uh, 2017 first the Chicago Bears, so this I mean it felt good It felt good to finally get a win versus team, but I guess start off real quick Pierre man What's your thoughts on this game? Uh, I guess start off with the offense.
1: Before we get into that, can I bring up some injuries that happened just to keep yeah. the listeners updated? So Crosby left the game with an ankle injury. Um, Mike Ford was a back injury. And then C.J. Moore also left the game with an injury. So uh, some, things, guys. Yeah, so there's some Yeah, those are injuries to monitor and obviously like a little thin in the secondary, too.
2: So we'll see what happens there. Hopefully they're all like minor and they could be back next week. All right. What about the offense now? What did you see in this offense that kind of, you know, flickered? It seems like Patricia helped the offense back. And the reason why I say this is we haven't really seen
1: them fling, sling the ball like that. You know, um, they let Stafford be Stafford. Yeah, they ran the ball, but they didn't commit to it. Like, they didn't do run, run, pass, run, run, pass. They didn't run the ball when they were down 10 points. You know, they were aggressive. They went for it on fourth down. Bevel kind of sparked this team. It was like a spark. Even on TV, they said, like, it was like when they opened a the window and, a, like, fresh air came in. I forgot how they yeah. said it, but... They said it something like that on TV. So it was nice to see. And um, without Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift, and you put up 34 points. I mean, that's impressive, bro.
2: Yeah, and you saw that like energy on the sideline. Something that it's been missing the last couple of weeks, especially. You know, players were barking, players were excited. Stafford smiling out there. You know, he, you know, he was excited. He was excited to be out there, play for his team. We didn't see that. You know, that type of urgency the last couple of weeks under Patricia. So they, like they mentioned, it was like a nice spark, a little energy. It was good to see because it seemed like after Stafford threw that interception to Bilal Nichols, it seemed like this game was going to the toilet. It's, I even texted you guys. I'm like, yeah, that's probably game right now. If that was any other Matt Patricia game, that's game. That, that, there's no way they're coming back from that. Um, but they never gave up. Defense got a quick three and out. You know, the team scores. And then, I mean, obviously then Romeo Cuara forces a huge turnover. We'll get into that. But, I mean, the offense, I mean, it, it was fun. Like Pierre mentioned, it was different. They let Stafford sling the ball use their playmakers, and even in that they didn't have all their playmakers, they used the guys they had. I mean, there was never an excuse why they didn't get these guys more involved. Guys like T.J. Hawkinson had a pretty big game. Marvin Jones had a very big game. Used Danny Amendola on third down. Cephas had a big touchdown. Yeah, so Puntes Cephas. And then I kind of like the role they had for Adrian Peterson. I mean, it wasn't like committing as much to him. And, you know, just when when it's not as committed to Adrian Peterson, the offense is going to move, and then then you can mix it up, put some AP in there, and it's going to get some big rushes. But – I, I really like the game plan that they had for offense. They could have had a first down to start the first drive as well with the Jamal Agnew where he's just stopped. But overall, I mean, a very good offensive performance. Uh, very impressive by Daryl Bevel using all his tools, even without DeAndre Swift and Kenny Galladay. That was really impressive.
1: And then I forgot to mention in the two minute offense, like we always tell like Patricia, like always gets curved. I like how Bevel went for it. Like he just like screw us, throw Hail Mary six pick touchdown, touchdown. Like you have nothing to lose. Right. And like, what was it like five, six seconds on the clock? Yeah, Patricia probably brings in Matt Prater to try to kick in a, or try to kick a 65 yard field goal. But I was like, screw it. Let's take a couple shots in the end zone. See, maybe we get a touchdown a lucky tip or something. So I really love that aggressiveness. Um, yeah. I love when coaches are aggressive. As you see, when you play to win, most likely you'll win. You know, you can't play. You can't coach scared when
2: Patricia coach scared a lot of the time. I even tweeted this like this game did not feel like a Lions game. It felt like a Lions game, but the other way around. This is like what usually happens to us. We'll build this type of lead. Be in the driver's seat and, you know, we're on cruise control. We think the game's over. No, the Lions are the psychology. I think the Fox Telcats brought up this was the first Lions victory trailing by 10 points going to the fourth quarter since 2014 in London versus the Falcons. That's six years from now. That's crazy. But, Malcolm, what would you think about this offense performance, man?
3: Wow. That, that was an interesting stat that you just brought up, man. Um, but first thing first, man, I need to give Daryl Bevel an apology. I need to give Daryl Bevel an apology because all year I've been saying fucking Bevel. You know, I've been saying fucking Bevel. Like, Bevel, what the fuck you doing? You know? But it comes to it that has been fucking Patricia the whole time. The whole time has been fucking Patricia that's been holding this offense back, <laughs> slowing the pace down. And this offense, and this is why I was excited this week because I knew, I had a feeling there's going to be a different type of juice in there. And I had a feeling that it wasn't, for some reason, like I had a feeling that it wasn't all Bevel. So I, I kind of figured that, that, that we're going to see some type of juice. And we saw it, man. This offense actually looked fun. And saying, saying that without Kenny Galladay or DeAndre Swift, mm. like we played the Panthers and we couldn't even put up a point. We, couldn't even get, we got in full goal range once without yeah. Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift. But we put up, what, 34 points? Against a
1: really good defense, too. Against a
3: really good defense. And Stafford slinged it for 400 yards. When was the last time Stafford threw 400 yards?
4: No idea. I was trying.
2: I was trying to figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, you can not figure was, it out? Is it was too no, far out. <laughs> zero games in the Patricia era, and I believe zero games in 2017. I mean, it's been a while. I couldn't figure it's, it out. I was. I was trying to figure it out for like a good five minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. So, so this is what we're gonna do, homework listeners. If you can figure out when last time Safford threw for 400 yards, yeah, shoot us a message, man. Nope. But this, this I know it's been a while since Safford slinged the ball and had a 400 yard game. So this was this was impressive, man. This is. I mean, I would say a great start for Bevel.
2: Yeah, and then it it makes you start to think, now you add in guys like your playmakers, DeAndre Swift, and add in Kenny Galladay, how much better could this offense be? I mean, this was the selling point going into the year, if you had any optimism with the Detroit Lions, was that this offense could be very good, and this defense, which we'll get into, sucks ass, but this offense could get you by that was yeah. the selling point.
1: You know, the, the thing I don't get is how did Patricia come into the year like, we're going to run the ball and we're going to use Stafford as a game. manager. He really did that. Like, it seems like that was their plan coming into the year. I don't know how you do that. And how? There, was,
2: there was no adjustments ever. You know, what are we, week 13 now? And it took the man to be fired for there to be adjustment.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's something with Patricia just being, we call we said a lot, stubborn. It's that he like never wanted stuff.
2: never wanted to
3: adjust. But this game, we saw a lot of adjustments in this game. It was it was a fun game to watch, man. I actually really, really enjoyed it. This was, yeah. it was fun... entertaining. It was yeah, entertaining. It was, yeah, entertaining. Uh, you see like it, the balls might slide be going,
2: around. Yeah, you might be going a little recency bias because how bad the line 2 balls been, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean like yeah. this
3: game was just it was just fun. Um yeah. it was just fun to watch. And even when they're kind of down, it was like, you know, the offense, the pace of the offense looked different. It was just it was just a very fun, entertaining game. And yeah. I enjoyed it.
1: When was the last time Stafford has taken that many bombs in a game? Was it? It had to be last year. Dude, no, it wasn't, so it wasn't. It was
3: It wasn't even last I mean, year because last year. year, last year, even then, he wasn't throwing that many bombs.
4: Yeah, he no, was making I mean,
3: big plays, but not like this. This was.
2: It was pretty frequent. This,
3: this was a. <sighs> Yeah, this 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 game remind me like a like a 2011 Stafford type game. That that's what it remind me of, bro. That
1: was fun though, man. Like just let Stafford be Stafford. We said that. We've been saying that. Like stop, make him the game manager. Something he's not. He's not good like that. You gotta. Like, maybe once in a while he'll throw a stupid pick or whatever. But that 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 comes with being a gunslinger. That's just his game. So let now him just, play his game.
3: Th- this brings me to ask his question now: If this offense continues like this for the rest of the year, do we need a complete rebuild?
2: I still I, think, I'm still leaning mean, towards yes, because I mean, yeah, we won this game. Obviously, we mentioned this Chicago Bears team is not good. We have to see how they look in the rest of the year. If they're stringing Wayne wins, that's different. I don't really see much wins coming past this game.
3: Honestly. Well, well, he's saying that because the defense is, is depleted. And that's that's what we expected. But I'm talking about if this office continue to roll like this for the next four games. and average point up 400 yards, 350 yards. Do we need to tear this down? Because they're, right now, they have a foundation right now. If, if, if they're putting up points, like, if they're, if they're able to move the ball like this and putting up points, you know, you, we know our offensive line is good.
1: Well, like, they did play well today. They, after, like, a really bad performance last week, they played well this week against a solid front. But the thing is, though, you got your top three wideouts are free agents, right? So, like, do you re-sign Kenny? Do you re-sign Marv? Do you let one walk? Do you re-sign both? It's tricky. I don't know what they'll do. And that's obviously all up to the new new GM. But I kind of want to see more, right? This was like like Tyler said, Chicago is not a good team. And their offense is awful. And their offense put 30 points against our defense. And our defense is obviously awful. But their offense, I mean, there's no way Detroit should have allowed them to put 30
2: points on the board. They're running so, all over us, and they, they had they, the worst rushing attack in that NFL. Exactly. There's no, there's no
3: question that this, this defense needs a complete makeover. There's no question about that. We know. there right. like, This defense needs a complete makeover. I'm talking about this offense because if it's if, if they're rolling hot,
2: I kind of want to want to change it. How do you build the defense when you're paying a quarterback that much money? You're potentially paying a receiver twenty million dollars a year. It, it's you have to keep all these pieces still alive, and remake remodel the whole defense. It's just. Kind of not realistic. Uh, I
3: don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm asking you guys. How do you guys feel about it? Because I mean, this, sounds, this, is, this is this is a hell of a performance. I mean, this, this offense look look nice. It, it looked great. And if if it continues to roll
2: like this, I don't know. Well,
3: like it's gonna be yeah. a question.
2: That's yeah. the biggest question this offseason. Are are you building around Stafford or is Stafford your bridge quarterback? Are you trading Stafford this offseason? It's gonna be a huge question this offseason. What they end up doing with Matthew Stafford.
1: Yeah. And I think it also depends where they pick, right? I mean, if they're going to start winning games, obviously, you're probably not going to have a chance at Zach Wilson and Trey Lance.
4: Uh-huh. If you,
1: they start losing games, maybe you're kind of in the air. So I guess it depends where they pick. They don't really have a lot of assets to trade up as well. They only have five picks this year. And you want you don't want to mortgage next year's future if you're going into a rebuild. So.
4: I mean, you um, have
2: current players. If you want to throw in a Galladay in a deal, maybe that could help you move up with your first-round pick. I mean, I'm just thinking... But then again,
1: to... that's also hard, too, because you have to tag him, and then the tag is high, and then that team has to re-sign him as well. So could you get, a, like, a first-round for him? Or could could you, like, a, tell the team to, like, okay, take Galladay off my hands. You have to pay him, but I still want a
2: pick. It's hard,
1: right? Yeah. So, like, a high pick, I'm saying...
2: I think it would just have to come down to what What else do we see the rest of the year? Is this going to continue? Is, I mean, this was a good defense. This was you know something that you want to see. But I think even though the Lions end up winning, I was, re- I was ready to prepare to say this, and I'm still going to say it because I thought we were going to lose this game, honestly. Even when the Lions had a very good offense, it shows that this team maybe is just not good enough to, to win. I mean, they barely beat the Bears, who is not a good team, when their offense dropped 34 points. You're right. going to be playing teams like Tennessee, who got shit on today, but uh, the Buccaneers, Green Bay. I mean, these teams are not jokes. The Chicago Bears are frauds. Let's straight up, they're frauds.
1: Yeah, they've lost six straight after going five and one.
2: These three teams, these three upcoming games, are going to be a lot a huge tell because you saw the thir- one of the worst offenses in the NFL still put up thirty points on your dome. Now you're talking about coming in and playing Green Bay, Tennessee, Tampa Bay. What are they going to do with that defense? It could be a massacre. It could be a lot worse. Your offense still dropped 34, and you still could have very well lost to Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. You obviously didn't. Props to the Lions. They finished the game. Made a big play at the end. and I'm not taking that away from them. But I'm saying is you gave 30 points to Mitch Trubisky and David Montgomery in a very bad Chicago Bears offense. I don't know. I'm just not confident in this team rest of the way, so it's difficult, man. One I mean, thing I
1: will say oh, though, Bevel—I mean, not Bevel—Undlin actually did dial up some, bl- and they tried different things. They—they did try, unfortunately, they do not the They They
2: the personnel to do this. Yeah, stuff.
1: They, they tried a lot of different things. He did try things. He blitzed. Um, he dropped zone. He did. He did. He did a little he of everything. everything. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Now so it's just like—I mean—it's hard with what they have on the field right now, right? It's—they're yeah. just—they don't—they're not athletic. They're slow. I
3: mean, we look at the, the team. I think they made hell of adjustments on defense. Most of the damage on the defense happened in the first half when they put up 24 points. And then the Chicago Bears in the second half, they only just put up seven points.
1: Yeah, but yeah. That, the Bears also sort of abandoned the run, if you notice. They, they, when,
3: when, when they did ran, we were stuffing it. They need a fourth and one, and what, 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 where did they get them?
2: Yeah. I mean, got him, you know, got him stuffed. We didn't totally stop him. they like started running Cordell Patterson. He wasn't even getting some nice yards in the second half. Yeah, he yeah, did, but how many points did they put up? They start to put more trust into Mitch Trubisky, which didn't really make much sense. Like yeah, if we were a Bears if we were a Bears pod right now, we'd be ripping up Matt Nagy and Just what they the did. 100%. We'd 100% we'd be ripping them apart. Yeah. If this was the Lions, we'd be ripping them apart did, right. They
3: now. didn't they didn't commit to the run all the way like they did in the first half. I get but, yeah, it, but it's weird. Yeah, it was weird. But when they did rant, when they did run the ball, um, they the Lions made adjustments and they were able to, you know, make make stops. You know, um, Jamie Collins made a lot of um, yeah. tackles for loss in that second half. So I mean, I think they made adjustments. And this is remember, this is the first game about Patricia. So I can't completely say that they were completely ass. You know, I will have to give kudos to the defense because what if for the defense we wouldn't have won this game.
1: No, I don't really necessarily agree with that. The offense put was like, before they had 34, they had, what, 27 points or 26 points, whatever it was. And then you allow Chicago to put up 30 points. Bro, Chicago is one of the worst offenses in the league. That, that,
3: wasn't, that wasn't the first half. They had a horrible first half, but Curry only made adjustments. And they when they needed the key stops, they made the key stops. They stopped yeah. the Chicago Bears when Chicago Bears could have won the game.
1: But this is like my thing, like like when you they're playing Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones next week, right? You can't let Aaron Rodgers go into the half without having thirty points or, or whatever it is.
3: Well, this remember this is their first game without Patricia.
2: Yeah, but Mitch Trubisky and Aaron Rodgers are two different animals. Exactly. I understand it. <laughs> I understand that. But
3: what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, can they be better? Yes, we don't. I mean, I don't know I mean, how far this defense I don't can go. I don't, I don't believe in it. You I, don't believe it. I don't believe because they're, they're I like I said they're playing horrible in the first half and they played yeah. they played solid in the second half. The like way I, now I, like can they
2: play solid play. all game? I, I, is I, I think it I possible? Think, I think they're gonna look horrible when they play good offenses.
1: I really do. I think the way they have to play good offenses, which is just the way their defense is, they have to be able to run the ball like us. Uh, they they need Swift back really bad. Like versus versus Green Bay, to have a, like a really chance, you have to run the ball. You want to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. That's like
3: you don't want to go in a shootout with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no. you
1: do not want to go in a shootout <laughs> with, the, with the Packers. I mean, we've we've seen it before with the Caldwell era. It was fun, but I mean, it, it's it's no, tough. It's
2: not fun, stressful, stressful. No, it's just like fireworks.
1: Like it's fun. Like it's a yeah, high scoring game. Heart attacks. I mean, yeah. Um. So you you have to be able to run the ball, and obviously carry on and AP for whatever reason. I mean, AP was good today. Carry on didn't really have that many carries. They abandoned the run early, but. When you play teams like Green Bay and teams like Tennessee, you want to run the ball to keep your defense out of the field. Because those teams will make your um, – those offenses will make your defense really tired. Because Aaron Jones, we saw what he did to us a couple – or like when was it? week Two. Two. Yeah. He, he knocked the lights out, right? And then you have Derrick Henry coming into town soon too. I mean, Derrick Henry could destroy your defense, literally destroy it. He, he could get them so tired, so – they need to find a way to be a little more balanced when they play the good, better teams. The sucky teams, yeah, you could, like, just throw the ball and whatever. But when you play the good teams, you have to find a way to be balanced and kind of, like, um, get the run game going. Get the, But then everything kind of opens up.
2: And, and we'll, yeah. see what, we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe they do that, and then maybe it'll work. I mean, it could possibly. It's been one game with Daryl Bevel, and exactly, he's, right. he's one for one right now. So yeah, yeah, he, give he, him he, his props. Give him his kudos for what he did.
3: Exactly. You I'm know? happy
2: for him, man. I'm really happy for him.
3: Me too, man. Yeah, he, he really wanted it, man. But going back into the defense, man, like I said, like, first half they weren't tackling, second half they were tackling.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, the tackling was awful, bro. It was in, like, in, in, the
3: the half, in the first half, it was, it was atrocious. It was
2: bad. Bro, but then the like... second
3: half, they started tackling. Yeah. The
2: pass rush still sucks, though, man. They don't get to the quarterback. They tried yeah. so many different looks. Everson Griffin, Romeo Cuara. like They just don't have the personnel to get to the quarterback. It just Like when I, I tweeted, it said the Lions got a sack. Wow. It was a one EG got that sack. They end ended up
3: with two sacks. Yeah. You know, the got,
2: sack was a, was a sack, too. They got the EG and then the Romeo one towards the end.
3: I mean, we'll see how things turn out, man. We know we still have Trey Flowers coming back. I, I got to see how that looks. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, there's, there's hope.
2: Yeah. I, honestly... I I didn't think I would say this, but with the out Danny Shelton, they can't stuff the gaps for shit. They, they cannot really? stuff the A gaps are wide open. Well, they kinda
1: world. like in the beginning of the game, Malcolm actually like texted us like they didn't really use their big package that much.
2: They Or at
3: all. Yeah.
1: They didn't use it. So and I guess maybe the adjustments I didn't really pay attention. Uh, maybe I'll have to go back and rewatch the second half. I don't know if they did go I didn't back see, to their I big package.
3: Three, four at all? They didn't, I, I didn't see them in a three-four formation at all.
1: I'm I'm not sure I have to go back and watch, but for the majority of the time, didn't seem like they had like a big package out there, like just top throwing. They were wasn't,
2: maybe more like Wasn't Jones lined up in the D-line sometimes in the second half?
3: Christian? Christian Jones?
2: Yeah.
1: I honestly don't I like I said, I have to rewatch it, but like it seemed to me like they didn't play as much big package as they did with Patricia. Um because Patricia was always like first and second down, big package in there, third yeah. down bringing like, your pass rushers. It, it was a little different today. It was like a mixture of everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, our pass rushing lineup is not all that either. That's the thing, though. Like when they play the four three, it's still not generating much pressure.
3: I mean, yeah. he was getting the ball out quick.
2: Yeah, he was. I, I mean, mean any, that, like, a, that's every team's done that this year, though. That's and yeah. that's all you have to do It's just I mean, don't I mean, deak and doinks.
3: I mean, that, but the thing is, compared to what was it last year when these quarterbacks just had all day?
2: Yeah, like they like, just they could go through multiple reads. They could go stuff. through
3: multiple reads. I mean, as long as we're not doing that, I mean. If you're forcing them to make their first read and he's there, I mean, what we'll, what we'll much he can do?
2: No, I know. That's just that's what I'm saying. Like throwing rubber routes on the lines is it's just the recipe to win versus them or scoring yeah. them.
1: We'll see what the defense does. Maybe they get Flowers back this week. I don't think so. He hasn't practiced, but they have a chance to get Akuda um, back. Who else was on the defense? Uh DeShawn Hand. Practice DeShawn Hand because they didn't place those guys on IR. Brian. So it's yep, us and Brian. That guy is like, can you even count on him anymore? <laughs> him and Deshaun Hand, like, I mean, like, you want to. You really want to. But can you even count on them anymore?
2: <laughs> I don't it's know. tough,
1: man. It is tough. They when can't Austin Bryant's been out there, though, he's shown some flashes this he's year, not which is bad. nice to see. He's yeah, bad. but it's just he can't he can't stay he's healthy. Not in the
2: field. He's definitely missed more games than he's played. Like, that's oh, not, for that's sure. not even a oh, question. That he's that only says, played, that's, like, that's for sure.
1: I think he's played, like, three or four games in his career, maybe, and being nice there. I don't know.
2: More than that, but yeah. I'll say say
1: five I'll say five
2: I think he's been like six If I'm not I don't know yeah It's
1: just like
2: He's missed a lot though He's (laughs) He's missed a lot
1: Yeah that's right Um, You guys want to take a break And then get into our baller And oopsie I am I'm ready
3: 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there is no long term contracts. And now. Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire.
4: Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions
3: The Football is back in full swing. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook
2: experts. All right, guys, we are back now to crown our oopsie-doopsie and baller of the week. Let's start off with the baller of the week. Pierre, you got some options this week, man. Who's your baller of the week?
1: All right, there, there's two of them. I just had to go with two of them. Just Stafford was outstanding other than that one stupid pick he threw. Um, he was dialed in, took some shots deep, uh, got everyone involved. And then Romeo Acquara, he had a blocked field goal, and then he had that huge play um, in the fourth quarter to of the game-winning touchdown. So those are the two ballers of the week.
2: Okay. And as our video, baller. <laughs> All right. Baller. Baller. <laughs> baller. All right. <laughs> Let's get into our oopsie-doopsie of the week now.
1: song for you on the world's smallest
2: violin hey mr krasman how you doing man it's we got some tough options today we'll go with the oopsie doopsie but it came down to one in one very position and that is the run defense the run defense was awful today everybody that was running the ball for the chicago bears was did it at will i mean cordell patterson former receiver running the ball at will david montgomery good running back running the ball at will so Lions run defense. They really struggled today, and they need to fix that immediately because they are going to be playing some very, very talented running backs very soon. We'll get into those previews. Yeah. So, Corey, Bo, Bo Davis, everybody in the defensive staff, uh, call, Pasc- Paul, call pa- Paul Pascalone, maybe get some intel. I don't no know, things. man. We need, we need something. Maybe call Patricia. Something. Speaking of Patricia, I don't know if you guys saw this. I think Malcolm posted. It was like a meme of like, uh, Patricia the, the, being uh, Squidward and, <laughs> and <laughs> Stafford was
3: funny. Yeah, I, like I made, that, the immediately. I I made that, that immediately.
2: I made that immediately. I got see that. Oh, that yeah. was amazing! That was an amazing meeting. <laughs> I'm about to check
1: that out after this show. That's yeah, what
3: it is. I made it immediately. Um, maybe, I thought it. I thought it fit the um fit the mood.
2: Do you think Matt Patricia calls Daryl Bevel and congratulates him? Uh, maybe.
3: I, I, th- I think he does. I think he does.
2: I don't you guys think, think he, he does was watching and be like, "Why the
1: hell did I turn Stafford into a game injury?" You think it's execution. It's execution. It's execution.
2: I wonder. I wonder what Patricia was thinking during this game. He just watched it on his couch. I just. I'm very curious. I, I even tried it.
1: Right? Like you think he was watching it? I, yes, think,
2: it I think. I, think, I think he did. I think he did. I I even hit up Eddie P on Twitter, asked him, you know, what's your thoughts on the game. Never got my response, but if you guys are <laughs> wondering, Patricia Burner. <laughs> that was proven not to be a burner account, but yeah.
3: Let, let me ask you a question, man. Because you you to the run defense of the the oopsie doopsie of the week, but they came out with the play. Of, I would probably say. The, I want to say the play of the game.
2: It
3: was, it was the play of the game. It, 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 I said Roman Cora had to be the play of the game, but that had to be number two. That it was that it fourth was. and one, and it was Kevin Strong.
2: It was Kevin Strong. That's yeah, what Kevin but, Strong. I, mean, I know well. they
3: were being gashed all game, but. Yeah.
2: I that,
1: that's a good oopsie doopsie, bro. I, I mean, like, you, you look at the Bears' numbers, I believe they were 32nd or 31st in running the 32nd, ball. 32nd. And they had 31 carries for 140 yards and three rushing touchdowns. They averaged 4.5 yards a carry. And it seems like every time they, like, every run was like three, four, five, six. They yeah. didn't really have, like, a really long run. I, their longest, let's see, longest was 13 yards. But, like, they were gashing us, man. The defense was getting tired. Lions' defense was getting really
3: tired. They, I mean, yeah. Uh, I said, like I said, in the first half, they had no answer for them. They had no answer for the run game.
2: Yeah. And so it's something the Lions it's been kind of a problem all year. This is not it has to do with the defense line, not necessarily just the run defense, but offsides, man. I mean, we're the penalties were getting high during that game. We had like three, yeah. four offsides in that game. I mean, that's just unacceptable at that point. And obviously something they need to clean up and fix up on
1: yeah, you just have to watch the ball. Like this is like simple coaching. Just once the ball is snapped, go. Don't try to like time the snap. Don't don't I mean, try to like.
2: Yeah, that's Everson Griffin, he loves to time the snap. That's like his game. <laughs> I know. Like, but like, yeah. They're, no, they're, I that's, that's on the scouting report. You know, just just
1: watch the ball. Once the ball is snapped, go.
2: Yeah. And you know, next week I don't want to get too much into next week because we're gonna do a preview on that. But that's yeah. Aaron Rodgers' game is drawing those guys offside. So yeah, if Mitch Trubisky did it, yeah, if Mitch Trubisky did it to you three, four times. I mean that's something you guys need to you know get the discipline, and fix that up uh, immediately. Obviously,
1: that's not yeah. hard to fix. That's that's like you just gotta be high disciplined. Just watch the ball, don't jump.
3: And you know. it's Griffin. it was Griffin that I was doing it.
2: Yeah, because he, he like I was telling Pierre, he loves the time to snap. He loves the time to snap. No. Yeah. yeah, Mitch got him on the dummy count. Hot. And then you jump. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you guys got anything else to add on this game? Any questions?
3: Let's go, Bevel.
2: No, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of the pride podcast our next episode will be a voicemail episode so you guys could react to this game yep. and tell us your thoughts on it yep. did you guys like the the patricialist lions did you yep. guys like daryl babble I mean tell us everything yep. you thought on, on the game do you guys got any questions give be yep. anything Malcolm what's the phone number that they call it
3: yeah that number is going to be
2: 313-355-3116 yep. there we go so call that number don't call the number I gave you guys in like, three episodes. That's a no-go. <laughs> Why Malcolm left that in there? No idea, but he left it in there. Don't call that number. Did it okay. mess with you, bro? I mean, it's not going to mess with me. It's not my number. He's messing with number. That like, <laughs> <laughs> if it is even a number, I'm actually kind of curious. Huh? No. Don't call it. Don't call it. I was going to say call it, but don't call it. No, don't call it. Okay, guys. I'm out. Peace. See you guys at the boys. All, all
1: right, guys. Peace. I hope you're all staying safe during this time. Um, Go Lions. I'm out. Peace.
3: All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I'm out. Peace.
2: box that review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Yep. All right.